Kylo Ren, and you're listening to Draft Brews and Geek News. Welcome to Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Here's your host, Donnie Gallagher. Good morning, Star Wars fans. I wanted to bring you here, Donnie, by the way, from the Brewmasters Club at Craft Brews and Geek News. We wanted to bring you some hot, spicy interviews that we got from the uh, the cast of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, we're talking Daisy Ridley, Mark Hamill, Marie Tran, John Boyega, even Ryan Johnson. Um, so what is it like for Ray now being this close to, uh, to Luke? What is it like uh, from Luke talking uh, and working with uh, this new cast? And what, uh, what exactly does Marie Tran's character Rose have to do with the Star Wars franchise or perhaps a certain um, previous or, I guess, past stormtrooper named Finn? All this and more. Uh, stay tuned and, uh, and enjoy. So, Daisy, now you're part of this, this fantastic uh, franchise in Star Wars family. Uh, what, what is it like? So in this new movie, The Last Jedi, what are we actually gonna what are we gonna learn about Rey then? Um, Rey, um, she she like we we start where we left off with Force Awakens. She has all of this expectation. She's she's waiting for Luke to I think turn around and be like, hey, sure, I've got the galaxy. And then he turns around as we see in the trailer and say, says the Jedi So I think um, there's a there's a big adventure to go on emotionally and physically. So we saw the poster. What did we learn from that? From the poster? Yeah, poster. There's three faces on there. You're one of them. Can you tell us about the other two? Oh, yeah. Well, well the, the other two only have half a face, and I have a full face in it. So, like, I would try to do my Okay. <laughs> what, what was your life like going through this experience of being a Star Wars, you know, phenom- phenomenon now? Tell us a little bit about that. I think I felt, um, I think I felt like my uh, life is slightly mirroring hers because um, I was still like kind of getting accustomed to the first time round and then suddenly I was in the second time and I was like oh my gosh and I had all these expectations for myself and I felt a certain responsibility to everyone at home um, even when I read the script and I went to talk to Ryan about it and I was like this 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 oh my gosh but this is what people said so it's kind of it was I, important to let that go but it was very nerve-wracking mm-hmm. it really was um, but Ryan's wonderful so, uh, and it ended up I hope being great can you describe the relationship with Luke and Ray? I mean, is there still room for growth there? Yeah, yeah. I think there is room, um, and that's what I kind of meant by by the meeting the heroes thing. There is so much room. Like it could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Who knows what Luke's been doing um, all this time, or why he's on an island in the middle of the sea? So I think um, I think all the directions it could go in are very exciting, and the one it ends up going in is um, really cool. So, Mark, you were on screen. You were there. You are Luke. You know, what do you think about the trailer? What were your thoughts? Well, it's interesting to pick uh, to see what images they picked. 
because the uh, a teaser is different than a trailer. The teaser tries to show a lot of dynamic images that uh, really pump up your interest without giving away any story points. And I think there's only one story point, possibly two, that they gave away. And I don't even know how long it was, maybe a minute? But, uh, oh boy, the people have this voracious appetite for it. And this, I mean, I, the second time I was watching the audience more than the, the trailer, because I'm never, you, it's amazing to see that many people transported with joy. It's a rare sight these days. So, Mark, what, what did you enjoy most about playing Luke again? There's got to be something. Uh, well, the chance to see old friends. I mean, seriously, they, we became kind of a family. But I feel a lot about a lot of things. So many things came back for me. I never expected to play the Joker again. I did it for eight or nine years. Then all this time went by, and they asked us to come back for Arkham Asylum. It was Kevin and Paul Dini, the writer, all the same people that worked on the original series. So that's like, it's just, it's like found money. You know, that pair of trousers that you haven't worn in 20 years. And, oh my gosh, there's a $20 bill in the back pocket. Much more valuable than a $20 bill in your wallet because it's unexpected. And that's what this was. Totally unexpected. I thought, look, if they go back and do another trilogy, it'll be all new characters. They don't need us. So I was, and George specifically told me at some point, uh, I'm not going to do it. Seven, eight, nine. I don't want to be doing these things in my 70s. And you think it takes three, four, five years of his life to do each one. Could hardly blame him, but I didn't know that he was going to sell the company and that it was going to be bought by Disney. I wish he told me, but that would have been insider trading <laughs> because I'd go out and buy stock. So we spoke with John a little bit about the trailer, and he said he had no idea the Jedi Must End line was in there. Um, you know, did it surprise you? Did you know? Well, it's funny because they play tricks on us a lot where they'll withhold a line or two to preserve the surprise. Okay. In Empire, Vader yeah. says, You don't know the truth. Obi-Wan killed your father. And it's the same way. No! It's the same thing. But they brought me aside and they said, We're going to take that line out and put in this one. You kidding me? And they said, yes, and now I know this is Kirshner. George knows, and now you know. If it leaks, we'll know who leaked it. So I was terrified. I talk in my sleep. I was, you know, was worried I'd leak it to my wife, who was like not has no vault. You know, telegraph, telephone, telemary Lou. So uh, uh, it was scary. And I mean when we watched it, the first time Harrison leaned over to me and said and I said, well, I was afraid to tell you that. But what a great surprise it was. Now, David Prowse de delivered the false line. And because there were extras around, stormtroopers and so forth, even though we were 50 feet in the air with wind machines going, it was impossible to hear, I thought. Um, you know, I had to go by his gestures rather than by the, the, the dialogue. Uh, within three days, on the front page of a... English tabloid, not a big story, it's a little box that said, Guinness Head Batty in Star Wars 2, because it hadn't been named yet. And I was so thrilled, I said, ah, we leaked fake information. Because uh, I don't like spoilers. How many trailers have you seen where you go, what's left? They told us the whole story, pretty much. 
Um, I saw the trailer for Castaway recently. And they show him crashing land on the island. They show him, you know, living on the island. They show him get back to civilization. They show everything but him walking off into the sunset. But Zemeckis just has a different opinion about that. And, you know, I mean, it's such a compelling story. I don't think it hurt them. But I think less is more. And if I can, I don't. I'll close my eyes in trailers. The most recent one was King Kong, because I thought, you know, when you have a monster movie and there's like 30 people in it, you start like marking. Somebody went in the middle of the night when um, uh, the Poseidon Adventure played on Hollywood Boulevard, and they had pictures of jelly winners and all the actors, and in the middle of the night, someone took black paint and painted an X over everyone who didn't survive. There's something about people that love to, to spoil it. I had sisters who used to go into my parents' bedroom and then tell me what I was getting for my birthday. So mad, because I like surprises, and it was doubly hard because I had to act surprised, even though I knew for a month that I was getting the Beanie and Cecil talking puppet game or whatever it was. So, yeah, I'm against spoilers. So what changes does Luke go through in this movie? Like, anything drastic? I mean, what, what has happened to get him here since you played Luke last? Well, he's gotten a lot older and grayer, I can tell you that. <laughs> And the beard, which I thought I was going to lose for sure. My wife likes it. And believe me, you know, pick your battles. Don't sweat the small stuff. I'm, you know, if she likes it, I like it. Although I'm still getting used to the fact that every time you sip something, you have to. Well, you know this. Every sip of coffee, dab, dab, dab. Uh, and it's a little itchy. But I thought. That gives me a little gravitas, you know? I mean, it's, uh, it's, I guess, just by definition, Jedis must grow a beard. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, my beard brother. Yeah, so um, Mark Hamill just commented on my beard and asked me if I was in the same fan club, which he assumed I am. So now me and Mark um, Hamill are beard brothers, and that's just how it is. So, wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. So, Marie, what is it like to be in a Star Wars movie? So, speaking of franchise, you're in the Disney franchise now. Can you explain any of the secrecy or, or any moments you've had? <laughs> yeah, there was a moment. I mean, of course. I think I had to, I had to live this weird undercover life for so long. Um, and there was always moments of like, oh, I need to tell somebody. But you can't because Disney's always watching. <laughs> They're right there. <laughs> So how much of Marie Tran has made it into your character, Rose? Is it uh, based on you? Do you mirror it? Um, they said she re- she kind of mirrors Ray, but, you know, what is what is Rose like compared to Marie? Yeah, you know, I feel like that's such a hard, a hard question because so much of what I get to do in this movie is also, I mean, Ryan wrote it, directed it, so much, it's so much of a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he's incredible. And I think it's a hard it's a hard line to kind of say where one person starts and one person ends. I mean, Carrie Fisher said something about that, about how she didn't know where Carrie Fisher started and landed, and I kind of feel the same way. Um, yeah. So you mentioned Carrie. Was she, was she an idol? Was she a role model? Did she have a, a large I, influence on you? You know, obviously, where I got to meet her, and I, I think everyone... I wish I could have spent more time with her. I think everyone does. Um, but yeah, such an incredible woman, an incredible person, and uh, definitely an inspiration to me. Absolutely. Yeah. So lastly, Marie, Finn is in sanitation, Rose is in maintenance. Is there a connection there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> working class kids? Yeah. No, working class kids. I actually um, can neither confirm or deny that uh, question. Yeah, I mean, we, we see him sleep. We, we see him sleeping in this TV trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was gonna get out. You have to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to realize that like, this this is my first time seeing the trailer, so I was kind of like, oh, damn, like this is this is a cool way of approaching it, and I'm yes. loving what they're doing. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see what side Finn Finn decides to be on, and I think he's the only character that we we haven't truly clarified yet. Like mm-hmm. he he wields a lightsaber, he rises like fire, gets in the Falcon, wears a stormtrooper suit, then he's a rebel. He does everything, so it's like, where do you, where do you belong? So it's, it's his chance to kind of make that decision. His passion is, is heightened. His sense of, of, of finding his identity is is also is also heightened, and, and it's it's a strange it's a strange time for for a character that was taken out in that way. And a lot of people thought he was dead. <laughs> he so looked a little dead. Yeah, yeah, he looks a little dead. But Kylo needs to work on that. If I was Kylo, I would have stabbed. He's just done a slash in the back. Oh, that's not enough to stop Finn. <laughs> Remember, Finn has some training. So he, yeah, he's going to be back. And gonna be back. I know when celebration comes, uh, I get to be Michael Jackson for just like 45 minutes. Uh, just 45. Um, and it's a phenomenal experience. The support, the love for the franchise, and for myself, is, is, is amazing. It's, it's great motivation as well. Really great motivation. I have questions, people. I don't trust them. I'm telling you, I read the script and there's some lines in that trailer that I did not read. Okay? What do you mean the Jedi are about to end? What is that? That's that's strange to me. I'm like, I've got questions. I asked Mark, you would tell me. So I don't know what's going on. They've been hiding stuff from us. I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's time now for him to make a decision as to what side he's going to be on. It's, it's time for him to decide whether he's going to continue to fight with the resistance, whether he's going to go off his own, whether he's going to go back to his old job and kind of ask for a, <laughs> a small little punishment and, and his job back. You never know. We, we, have, to, we have to find out. Very, no. Uh, well, I don't know, for me, like last night, I got to go out and meet a, meet a bunch of them, and for me, that was, that felt, that was such a, I said on stage, it's really, really true, it, um, to go and see that the same place that this all started for me, where being like a kid who loves Star Wars, and telling those stories, that's the first stories, I was telling myself those toys, and Growing up with that being such a part of my heart, and then to walk out and see little kids playing with the toys and dressed up as the characters, and realize, okay, this is all the same thing. This is all we're all in this together. I guess you know. Um, it's very, I don't know, it's beautiful. It's really, yeah, sure. Yeah, we showed the first trailer for the first time, so you get um, you get kind of a a glimpse of some new ships. You get a glimpse of some new planets. Uh, and you get maybe a glimpse of kind of your first little hint of kind of Luke and uh, not only that he's talking, but where his head's at and why he's on that. So, 
is the first tease, and I, I hope the fans know there's plenty more to come. I was I was so thrilled because I was like, oh, we get to be the Luke movie. We get to be the movie with Luke. And uh, Mark, uh, I mean, working with Mark was just incredible. It's, it's um, they say, never meet your heroes. And this is with him and Carrie. It's one case where it was not true. They were so wonderful the experience and for for two people who this has been part of their lives for so long I can only imagine to have like some new guy show up and say and now it's this and the fact that they were so trusting and so collaborative and um, and were, were so gracious through the whole process and I think both of them give such incredible and Mark gives such an incredible performance I can't wait for people to see him in this movie well, it's it. I mean, you know, it's a big, it's a part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, for me, the very first thing I felt like I had to figure out coming into this was what is Luke doing on that island? And that last image in The Force Awakens was just so compelling. Um, I felt like I have to figure out something that works with who Luke was to me growing up, and that feels honest to what I believe to our conception of what Luke is, our perception of what Luke is, um, but, and, but that also makes sense, and so um, I hope the movie does that, and there are many more layers to be revealed and much more to come, but I thought that was a really good starting point just to let everyone know this might not end up being what you expect. Yeah, I love it, and I, every time we put anything out there, I mean, it's kind of the first the first time, but anytime anything goes out there, to then read, I end up learning so much from whatever one digs up and I'm like oh oh yeah, yeah. and I'm flipping through Wiki- <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up in Wiki- Wikipedia you know like finding new stuff all the time so I can't wait to see what people make of make of it I haven't opened the internet yet so I have no idea higher <laughs> process I've, you just there wasn't a single day on set where there wouldn't be a moment where like it starts to rain and all the crew like kind of huddles underneath the Millennium Falcon to get out of the rain and you're sitting there just waiting with each other and you all just look around and kind of like and you're 10 years old again. I mean, this the past few years. I felt so lucky and privileged. I've gotten to have so many moments like that. Um, I hope the movie, we made the movie hoping it would, it would take people back to that place. I, I hope it does. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers!